Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show here at 1FM 98.5. My favourite time of the week. We are in Square Gators where we try and find a winner. Always gamble responsibly. We have a look at the big week that was in locally in harness racing, of course. Not forgetting today in the Gallops world, we're at Caulfield, we're at Randwick. Locally, we're at Benalla, Ascot. Of course, the Damien Oliver Gold Rush in his last ride there today. We're at all begun for him. In the harness racing world, we've got the Cranbourne tonight. Albion Park is the scene for the Inner Dominion finals, both uh, Pacers and Trotters. And also, Dan tonight at the Meadows for RSN, for Racing.com. If you can't uh, get to the Meadows, tune in the Racing.com on Channel 68 or, of course, RSN. 12.60am on the radio band for the Phoenix this evening. As I welcome Dan Hibbard, a very excited Dan Hibbard to the studios of 1FM. How are you, Dan? Yes, very well, Stats. Getting a bit uh, a bit toe about tonight. I don't often get uh, nervous or anything like that, but I think this tonight's a little bit different. This race has got um, a lot of uh, permutations and possibilities and all that going for it. It's a ripping contest. It's a million dollars to the winner. And it's and quite open, isn't it? It's as open of the three that they've had uh, thus far. Uh, it's you know, it's basically four dollars forty the field. Yep. Uh, and they can all. I I think this of the eight runners. I think seven of them can win it. I think there's one that I don't think can win it. Yep. Uh, and I think they can all win it with the right runner. It just depends on what happens in that first turn. Yeah, it's interesting times, and it's it's been a great series, the Dream Chaser series, hasn't it? And that five weeks has gone so quickly. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> it's um, it's an aw- awesome concept. Uh, it's so well done. It, it really highlights the sport uh, on free-to-air, on racing.com, and we get, uh, you know, all the best racing. And, you know, I'm just glad that I get the opportunity to call it, hopefully add a bit of colour to it. And, uh, yep, we've got one night to go, and uh, it'll be in- the end of a, a, an amazing, uh, amazing five meetings, amazing six weeks, and... Uh, uh, looking forward to, to tonight, and uh, yeah, then uh, we'll do it all again. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been an interesting series. It sort of crept up. It creeps up on you, doesn't it? It comes off the back of the Melbourne uh, Cup, the Spring Carnival in the in the gallops, and then all of a sudden it's there and you're into it, and yep. the, it's virtually the weekend after the Cup or the, the weekend yeah, so of the, the Cup. The weekend last, on the Saturday night after the uh, the Flemington Carnival yeah. finishes, it kicks off. So it kicks it, off, yeah, just straight into it. away yep. for a month, you're into it for a month, and then uh, we have a week, week week off last week, and now the, the big night tonight at the Meadows, and... Look, as as you said, if you if you wanted to get along, you it's free to get in. But I think they're going to be packed in like sardines tonight. I, I think I seriously think it's going to be one of the biggest crowds I've ever seen at a, at a racetrack, particularly a dog track. Um, I know up the uh, court, the uh, uh, eating areas are completely sold out. Yep. Uh, so it's just going to be nuts. Um, it is going to be so good, and uh, hopefully we get a, a really good race as well. And uh, I don't know if you heard the news during the week. I think this is smart by South Australian Racing. Uh, they have revived their Group 1s like the Goodwood and that to be around the Lib Golf when it actually comes to Adelaide, which is around Anzac Day. And they've... 
got their group ones to be stand around, uh, stand alone, beg your pardon, around, uh, of course, uh, that uh, Lib Golf, which I think is quite smart. Didn't know that, but that is a really good move. Uh, you just capitalise, uh, you've got to capitalise on that uh, that busy time when there's things that are on, and uh, that's what. Uh, well, That's what racing does. If you're an international yeah. and you're looking for stuff to do in Adelaide there's and all down, of a sudden... There's always downtime. There's, it's not yeah. as if you're on the go the whole uh, the whole time. It's, you know, the golf's on the in the afternoons and, uh, you know, three days, three-day event sort of thing. So there's always the odd day where you can uh, do something else. Uh, and that's why it's And good of course, to have the Goodwood's been clashing with the Doom yeah, 10,000 and things like that. Yeah. Now it'll stand alone which again. Which is what they need. Which I do. think's a good... Good for both states, yeah, actually. Absolutely, absolutely. Similar makes races, sense. of course. Yeah, it makes sense, and that's good to see that jurisdictions are being smart about this now because you don't want to be, uh, yeah, uh, making your races diluted be having them so close together. Okay, Dan, what was the week that was locally in yeah, harness racing? Been a good week. Uh, I'm sure there's uh, a few followers out there that have uh, been able to find a few winners uh, and get a few uh, shekels in the pocket. They had a big meeting there Thursday night, didn't they? They did at Shepparton. They did, yes, and there's been plenty of uh, locals on that one. We go back to last Sunday, the Gunbauer uh, Cup meeting. Uh, Crookwell Eyes was another winner for Stephen Duff. He's having a really good run at the moment. Co- Cody Rochenberger took the drive. It was a... Odds on favourite. New track record in that race, too. Went 2 minutes point nine over the uh, 2,000 metres. Um, this four-year-old's just flying at the moment. Has uh, won 6 of 35, so it's not a, a massively big percentage of, uh, of of winning strike rate, but the, the the key stat is that it's won four out of its last six starts, and in those six starts, the other two where it wasn't winning, it ran second. So it's absolutely flying. Um, they're doing a super job with it, and uh, another victory there for... For the uh, the four year old, uh, the other winner on the card was the Cobra. Uh, sorry, the, the Gunbauer Trotters Cup, and bit of Irish luck was a, a great winner for Mick Blackmore and Ellen Tormey, owned by Darren Pell. Uh, led seven dollar fifty chance, only went two five from the stand over the long trip, but uh, made it a real staying test for those out the back. Uh, and once it was able to lead and uh, dictate terms, it was too good. So well done to Connections there with uh, a bit of Irish luck winning. The Gunbauer Trotters Cup last uh, last week. Uh, we headed to Albury on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, Kyala Kid was the local winner there. David Farrer and Damien Wilson making the drive up. $1.70 on the fixed odds. Did a fair bit of work early and eventually found the front, but it was too good. Two minutes point nine was the mile rate there. Uh, a good effort to score. Um, going, going well, uh, the three-year-old. Uh, certainly up against the, the older horses there, but that's four wins out at 22. Uh, so a decent enough record, record for him. Uh, next, we went to Melton. They had heats of the homegrown classic for the two-year-olds, the boys and the girls, and Stephen Duffy again in the winner's list, this time with Kim Can Do. Ryan uh, took the drive, led, and went 158.5. It's a two-year-old filly by American Ideal out of Jazam for the Jessops, and uh, it was a very nice... Uh, performance to score and uh, goes through to the uh, $50,000 final next week. So well done to the team there with uh, with that horse. We then had uh, a meeting at Bendigo Wednesday and Millie got another win on the board for Eddie Tapp. Uh, bit of a, it was a favourite, it was a $3.40 favourite. Um, didn't have uh, uh, a good score up in the first uh, take, caused the false start, trotted away the second t- time and 
Ended up winning by 11 metres. 2-1 was the mile rate. Too good. And uh, although out of the draw now, she's uh, going nicely, this uh, this four-year-old mare. Uh, she's won three races from 53, but uh, she was uh, a well-deserved victory. Um, she'd been racing in uh, stronger races, particularly in the last few starts, and came back well back in class to get the win there at Bendigo. The next uh, meeting was Shepparton on Thursday night, nine-race card. Twilight Beach won the first. Susan Hunter and David Moran combining 159.7 the mile rate. A good effort to score. The second was won by Momentum Swing for John McLean and, and uh, Chris Alford. It was again the favourite. Sat Park too good. 157.4 the trip, uh, the win over the sprint trip. And uh, just looking at the ownership there, they're the same owners as the ones that have um, Kim Can Do, the two-year-old. So well, having a good run there. Uh, the third made it a double for Susan Hunter. Rodney Lakey taking the drive on Jong Ang. Uh, this was an interesting race. They went very, very hard early. Um, they didn't uh, break any records on the way home, but uh, he uh, he was too tough. 159.4 was the mile rate. The last half was uh, 61.9, so they really had a lot of speed in the early part. But he held the lead, and he was keen to do that, and in the end he was able to get the win. So well done to the team there with Jong Ang. Binalong Bay was the winner of the maiden for Craig and uh, Craig Turnbull and Mark Pitt taking the drive. It was an odds-on favourite, led all the way in 2-1.1. Gave nothing else a chance. Season Nero continued its really good form. 154.6 was the mile rate over the sprint trip. Cracking run. 10-metre victory for Season Nero. Three-year-old Colt by Huntsville. Uh, it's won three of 11 with four minor placings. That's three wins in a row, all at Shepparton. And uh, certainly making the most of the good favourable draws that it's been getting. Lovely long time won the next for Lisa and Mark Pitt, $3.80, and was able to come over the top to score in 158. Epic Orion won the seventh. Julian Douglas and Josh Duggan combining. This one led all the way, uh, owned by the Goldens. It was an $8 chance, 158.6. Miss Hermes won the next for Julia Douglas and Ellen Tormey in the cart this time. It led and was too good in 159.5. And the trot, the last, was won by Tiny, who is a three-year-old by Tenno Trump. For uh, Tony Zaria, Ben Zaria taking the drive, uh, led, took the trail, pulled out at the top of the straight and was much too good in the back end of the race. So that uh, was that race. And then la- yet lastly at Charlton yesterday afternoon, late in the day, uh, Major Milestone won the last race for David Abrahams. Ryan Sanderson took the drive. Three-year-old filly by Art Major was able to win in a mile rate of 158. And that is uh, now five wins from 33 starts. And that's two wins in a week after winning at Wagga last time out. So that's uh, a wrap of all the local flavour uh, across the last seven days. Plenty of winners, plenty of stables in really good form, which is good to see. And and uh, hopefully that will continue for them across the Christmas period and as we get into the uh, January and then the, the country cups that sort of hit this part of the world with Cobram and uh, Shepherd are not far away. No worries, Dan. Are we going to have a look at Cranbourne tonight? We are having a look at Cranbourne tonight. Got the multi last week we at Melton. We did get the multi. I was just reviewing that before. We did get the multi. Look, it's uh, not a great, a strong card because we had the Metro card at Melton last night, obviously with the Inner Dominion on. Um, they've sort of put a, a country meeting on tonight, but hopefully we can find a, a winner or two there tonight as well. No worries. We'll go to a sponsor's break. Come out the other side. We'll have a look at this big card at Cranbourne. Don't go anywhere. 
You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. What can we offer you in the months ahead? One, tractor parts, new and used for Ford, Fiat, Massey, Ferguson, Sami, Deutz, Landini, McCormick, New Holland and Grey Fergies. Two, used tractors for sale and we are looking for good used tractors and sick tractors to wreck. Plus new mulches, multi-disc sprayers, etc. It will get tough in the months ahead. So to save dollars, ring me, Daryl. At Aussie Ag Supplies, 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428 235000. 1FM sponsor. Have you ever been to the Nathalia Nursery? You know, at number six Railway Street, Nathalia? Pop in and say good day. At Nathalia Nursery, we like growing a bit of everything. We have a large variety of plants, including succulents, natives and perennials. We love our fuchsia, pelargoniums, geraniums, hydrangeas, as well as lots of different salvias that we grow. And our hope is that you will too. We're open Thursday to Sunday, 10am to 4pm. Don't forget, we also stock tube stock, punnets of flowers and veggies. Nathalia Nursery, well worth the trip. 1FM sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one-stop for all your sports news. Favourite time of the week for me when we get to find a winner here at 1FM 98.5 Live and Local. Always gamble responsibly. Be like me, only bet $2 and $5 and you can't go wrong doing that. Make sure you've always got the rent paid, the bills paid or the mortgage paid and always treat it as a bit of fun because you know what? They'll always get you on the punt. So... And that is for sure. But we treat it as fun, Dan. We'll try and find the winner at Cranbourne Harness this evening. What's the mouldy look like? Yeah, we've got a couple of shorties in the first two races, but I think they'll both be going very close to uh, winning. Race one, number six. Have you met Ted for the uh, Have You Met My Mother fans out there? It's one, two from ten. Can't say that I have. <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny line. It is a good line. Um its last two, last three runs have been only fair, but uh, those were uh, in really strong races. It ran sixth in a heat of the Breeders' Crown, then seventh in a semi-final. Uh, last start was uh, a short price favourite in uh, a race at Warrigal, um, and started from the outside of the second row. Just, I mean, you basically give up over the sprint trip, drawn that badly over at War- at Warrigal. So. The front line draw uh, comes into barrier five with the scratchings. I think it'll push forward. I think it's going to be really hard to beat. So race one, number six. Into the second race, which is race two, number five, Eclipse Line for Kyle Marshall. Another one that's a shade of odds on. Um, it's had three starts. Uh, one uh, been placed uh, second in two of them. Uh, was second at Melton last time out behind uh, Dr. Gojo in a 1,200-metre race. Goes up to the uh, the 2000 tonight, but uh, locally trained and driven, I think it's going to be hard to beat in that race. Just not a super strong race. I get it. I think it gets its chance to win. So, multi is race one, number six into race two, number five. You get around three fifty. Yeah, three fifty one. I powered it up, got three dollars. Yeah, so I don't think that's too bad a price. I think they're both going. Uh, they'll be go- both going really close in that race tonight. 
The Quaddy kicks off on race five. First league, four, five, six, and eight. Our Bella Lachia, Courtsite, uh, Bulletproof Kid, and Angus Indiana. It's not an easy race to work out, but I think they're the top four in the race, so we've just taken those. Second league, one and eight. Uh, I'm tipping leader and hopefully leaders back here. Carnes Creed to lead. I see Armour to follow it through and they can battle it out at the end. Third leg, one, four and eight. Not a really strong race to get excited about, but didn't I will probably lead. Covered Kylie should be following it and you better not. So the obvious with being the favourite, if it gets the right trip, it could just be too good. But uh, taking those three there, last leg, four and six. I was nearly going to take Dalby Robin one out because I thought that she'd be pretty short, but she's actually not even favourite. Master Remy's the favourite. It's had decent enough backing on fixed odds. I think they're the top two. My Zami's probably the only other one you could entertain, but I think four and six, primarily the six. I think it's a big show in that race tonight. So, Quaddy. Four five six eight into one eight into one four eight into four six cost you forty eight bucks for one hundred percent. Yeah, ten uh, percent gets you five bucks. There you go. Dan. Yep. So uh, nice and easy, and hopefully you can uh, get a get a profit on the quaddie there tonight at, uh, at Cranbourne. And while we're on the Haas, before we go to the big meeting at the Meadows of Phoenix, your thoughts on the Inner Dominion? Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting. The trotting final is basically. Uh, all over. Lady Umberzair. Well, he's a dollar eighteen, and he's just—he is just the best horse by a long, long way. He is so good. At Two the to moment. eleven in the old. He is so good. Just believe he uh, obviously he's raced in the elite lop, so you can't do much more than what he's done. And to come back after that, and to actually run uh, in the uh, he so he w- ran second in a race in Sweden, then came back. Uh, and that was a Group One. There was a Group One in Sweden that he was in. He ran second. He came back, won a, the Breeders' Crown graduate at, at uh, Bendigo, beating Queen Elida. And he was $5.50 in that race. He was five fifty to win that race. And then he's gone through the heats of the Inner Dominion unbeaten. Uh, nothing's really worried him too much. He's been cuddled a bit. He's been looked after. They'll let the, he'll be let loose tonight. He'll just win. He's no price, though, but it'll be just good to see him win that race. Uh, he's the best trotter we've got going around at the moment. The uh, the Inner Dominion, the pacing final, um, it's a uh, the barrier draws sort of made it uh, you know relatively interesting now because Swayze is going to you would expect will lead Leap to Fame is obviously going to not get past it. There's no way Leap to Fame is going to get past Swayze at any point other than when they're trying to run for the finish line. Um, Narano's the one that is going to get the prime trip, and that's the other of the Jason Grimson pair. So. They're both drawn really well. I The only one that could blouse them, I think, is Better Eclipse. And the one that at massive odds that could show up with the right run is Spirit of St. Louis. If it gets a, a, a good trip, you know he's, uh, he's all quality and he could, uh, he could certainly win it. But, look, um, I think Swayze's probably a little bit of value at 270 because I think he'll lead and it'll be hard to beat. Yeah, interesting times, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the pole draw and the the barrier draw has done it a lot of favours, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. And Nerano will get that nice run from Barrier One. It's just what they do with Leap to Fame is the big thing. Like they desperately would want to win this race, but they're not going to get any favours, and they're going to have to do a fair bit of work if they want the front. And I just don't know whether they want to be burning the candle at both ends. Let's go to the Meadows, Dan. The Phoenix tonight is race ten. It's on at ten minutes at ten o'clock. First to twelve getting underway at. Uh, 
6.30, 6pm this evening. It, this is an awesome race. It, of the three versions that they've had, the three editions that they've had, this is by far the, the most deep uh, of them. The seven that I can th- think can win it. The only one I don't think can win is Kalachi, number five. I just don't think he's going well enough. He has had support on the, on the fixed odds. Um, he would need to jump and lead to, to be any chance in this. My numbers, my top four in this were two, seven, six, and eight, and that's leaving out the other three that I've left out are the favourite and the nearly enough the second favourite and third favourite. So that it just it's that sort of race. I think Hector Fawley is a massive chance because of the the draw. Uh, he's not going to lead. We know how strong he is at the back end of his races. Uh, he had a hand uh, hand slip at Geelong uh, during the week, and his time was incredible, for him, particularly for him. I think Pastor Buck will probably lead early, and if he's following it into that first corner, uh, and there's a bit of interference, which I suspect is going to happen because they're all going to be going for that, going hard into that first turn. I think Hector Forley will be just camped behind them. We know what his midsection splits are like. I think he's going to be very, very hard to beat. Big energy. If he can sweep around the outside from box seven, he is a massive chance. If Wowshie's Fast wins it, I have no idea what the hell I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to be like. I could be uh, jumping out of the window. I might not even be able to hear myself because the roar of the crowd will be that loud. In, uh, a, in potentially his last race it is as well. La- no, it is her last race. It will race. be it'll, her last it'll, race. It is her yep. last race. Yep, she's, uh, this will be it. Uh, if she could pull this off, I can't think of another racing story in recent times like it. Um, I think she's a massive each way play, and Jay is Jay's the the other one that I think is a good hope from even though it has drawn the pink, he was second in the Top Gun from this draw. If he gets around that first corner in a good spot, he could be really hard to beat. I'm so looking forward to the race. I'm as nervous as hell about calling it, but uh, I can't wait for it tonight. Dan, the Silver Chief final, which is race eight. Yeah, Morton's the one to beat here. He's two dollars eighty. Uh, he's the the class runner of this race, but he's drawn terribly in the centre. But if he gets out and runs, I think he'll be too good. My numbers were two six, uh, sorry, five six two, and uh, three. And I just think that Morton is the class runner in that race. He'll be very hard to beat. Um, he was nearly selected for the the Phoenix, so if he was going to be in that race, he would have to be a massive show in this one. No worries, Dan. Any any other better bets on the program there at the Meadows? Oh, it's a it's a tricky card. My best of the night was actually in race four, number seven, Shimmer Stella. It's two dollars on the fixed odds. I think it'll be winning that race. No worries, Dan. We'll just uh, lock that in there to see how you go. I like to try and keep you accountable if <laughs> I can. Uh, how about we go horse racing now? And I, I want to touch on Ascot. Normally we have a look at Caulfield and Randwick. Not forgetting there's a race meeting at Benalla. Uh, around about 3 o'clock this afternoon, six-event card. But the last for Damien Oliver today, there's been a lot talking about it. The Damien Oliver Gold Rush, which is race nine at Ascot. He's on a a, a bit of a roughie. I think it's a chance. So he wouldn't make race nine number four, $11 in his last race ride. Great to see if he could win it. He's a decent chance too. I mean, he's drawn the car park, which doesn't help him. But the horse is going well. Um, his figure form is, uh, is he comes off a third uh, at Flemington during the carnival uh, and then he was down the track at uh, Caulfield behind Magic Time in uh, I would assume that was the um, uh, the show day sprint I can't think of the name of it now the Rupert sorry Rupert Clark um, didn't, and he's only beaten 4.9 from a bad draw so he's drawn bad again he's had a trial over at Belmont 
Look, if he could win that with Ollie on board, I mean, what a fairy tale finish that would be. Um, he's got to be a decent chance. He's eleven dollars. He, you can back him. You can have a dollar each way on him and and not be uh, not be left too short. So I think he's a, a decent sh- show in the race, which is very open. It's seven dollars the field, so you can have a handful of picks and still not get the winner. And uh, just to round out for the year, I've got a special today. A dollar ninety-five. I think it's quite backable. Race seven, number three, Jambalaya, who won its first start for the Cummings Camp at Mooney Valley uh, recently in a night meeting and I think it'll be getting the chocolate yeah, today just to round out the year. Very hard to beat in that race there at uh, at the Caulfield today. That's a BM70 at Caulfield in race 7 number 3. Thanks Dan for the year. Thanks Stats. Hope everyone has a Merry Christmas out there and we'll catch you in the new year. No worries. We'll do it all again on uh, the 6th of January 2024. Looking forward to it. If you have enjoyed the show then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.